seasons of life to them. You understand that? So when you have times like this, it's really, it's really precious, you know, to value the young, the old, the people that would boldly step out and believe that the Father is saying, I'm seeing, I'm showing, something like that. So I encourage you, you know, when you gather, to have a moment like that, you know. Just R? Okay, so just leave this here. Just, so, I'm sorry. Just put this here. Yes. Oh, wow. On that first nation thing, I um, mm -hmm. share something that's kind of wild. Uh, there's a, man, that's in Seattle, and um, I had a word for First Nations people. I, I told the folks there that before I get there, can you um, find some First Nations people, have a word for them, and, and you know, we'll find them. <laughs> and uh, uh, a guy showed up, and um, we had a, break in the meeting or something and we somehow went around to introduce each other and stuff. This guy, uh, I forget his name, but he introduced himself and he had this cool, you know, First Nations name and he talked about where they're from. He had a hand drum and he would go boom boom I am so and so and boom boom with that. I want a boom boom intro thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so he Wild. gets down to the, the end and he's the last word he says we our people hunt the big people and I froze because I knew what he meant but I said did I hear that out loud we hunt they hunt the big people and I and I was Lord please have them come to the meeting tomorrow because I knew he was telling them they, they hunt giants mm. what kind of giants they're giants Nips. Goliath giants Nips. Like in no, in as in physical Here's giants. Here oh. on the earth? On the earth. Oh, okay. they must they are. <laughs> so I, I hear this, and I'm thinking, did I hear what I heard? I so the next it. day, right, um, I give this word on one thing, and I give this word that he did. And so I'm waiting to interrogate this guy to see, did you say what I thought you said? You know? And so I had to wait a long time. But it was true. He their their tribe was placed in a portion of Washington State, and um, they were known as the strong people. And tribes around Alaska and Canada would come down to them and say, "There are giants in our land. Will you come help us?" And they'd take, get in their canoes and row up to 600 miles to go places to hunt these giants. And I'm looking at this guy. So your relatives hunted giants? Yeah. I said, can you please pray for me? I want that boldness, right? Ooh. So I'd always kind of figured out, how did how did a David fight a Goliath? How did uh, Joshua, how did Caleb fight the giants in the Rephidim? How do you, a six-foot person, fight a 26, 27, 30-foot person without fear? Relationship. Right. <laughs> That's the deal. So... So you as Canadians, you're not a small in spirit or small in stature, right? You've been told that for all kind of times over stuff. But you are great in spirit and great in might. You need to walk in that power that's abiding in you, okay? 
You're not little. You're not a Zacchaeus, right? Stature. You're mighty in God. You're mighty in God. There are giants only you can take down and take out. You need to see yourself as mighty in God. You need to see yourself as the Father sees you. You are you're you're all that in a bag of chips, okay? You know, you're 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 something to be reckoned with, right? And so you know, you're not just fast and quick and alert. You are mighty in God. You are bigger than those things. Okay? And so when you when you take that moment to honor one another, that reality sticks in each other, right? You understand that? So, so wow. All right, I think this is the last session, unless we have a bonus midnight session. Let's go! Party! After party. We can take a lot of things down after the midnight hour. Come on. Satan has started at 5 p.m. and runs till 7 p.m. Protect Canada tonight! That was missing at the time. Wow. All right, so I think this is session four, eh? So, I guess I titled this maybe, um, why am I popping? Or popping and locking? Kind of a journey into sonship, okay? So, Romans 8. Romans 8, 28, 29. It says, um, We are assured and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good. To and for those who, who love God and are called according to His design and purpose. Right? For those whom He foreknew, of whom he has aware and love beforehand, he also destined them from the beginning to be molded into the image of his son, mm-hmm. that we might become the firstborn of me among many brethren. There's all kinds of stuff in there, the predestining and laying that stuff out. But I want to focus on the fact that, you know, God's God's plan for you is to conform you to the image of Christ Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And there's there's all kinds of stuff along the way. The worst, the worst but uh I take that word back about being mighty. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Hallelujah. So, we've got a, um, it's good to believe God. This whole thing, we are sure to know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting to those who love God. That's relationship. So if you're in a relationship with God, you can at all times go, I don't understand this thing, but since my partner, my friend, he's able to make this work out for my good. What is God's ultimate good for you? Is to make you like his son, Jesus. So you can be like one of the brethren, right? Who's your elder brother? Jesus, right? Okay. So... We're going to have this thing about uh, um, the Yahweh thing. So I'm going to do some board stuff a little bit. Do a little Hebrew. Um, So, no, it's okay. I'll try not to step on things. (laughs) 
So we know um, the whole Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey, right? So, you know, in Hebrew, you go from left to right, right? Right to left. Whatever this way is to that way. Right. <laughs> so, Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey, right? So, when you when you approach when you when you approach the king, you need to approach him this way. Yeah. You approach him the Hebraic way, not the Greek way. Okay. So a lot of us, yeah, of us, a lot of us spell it this way. We yod hey vafe this way. And that's our Greek deal. And a lot of us approach the Lord this way. Okay. And we so the first letter there in Hebrew is uh, yod, which is that letter there. Okay. And um, get my teaching here right. Do 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 do. So the Yod here, this here, so so the Lord thinks this way, that, that Hebraic mindset thinks that way, other way is Greek, it's form versus function. We have a tendency, we want to approach uh, the form of God, which is kind of that legal, mean, king type thingy, and that's not the way we approach him. We approach the function into the relationship thing, right? And so... This is the right way, this is the great way, this is the Greek way, right? And we need to get out of our Greek mindsets and, and get into the God mindset, the, actually the mind of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Which is available. Um, so we travel from right to left, approaching Him in spirit and not in Greek or not in a... You, you don't approach God our way, He's given us the way, the way is Christ, right? And so we approach Him that way. Um, now the wild thing is, because we're, He knows we are, if we approach God this way, He gives us grace. He doesn't say, stop, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. He says, okay, this is not really coming boldly to the throne. It's coming to the back door. <laughs> and you're supposed to come to the front door, but He doesn't turn you away, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, that's not, isn't He nice, right? Mm -hmm. If it was me, I'd be like, you know, you got to come down to Virginia. I'll talk to you on my hours during the day. But God's good and gives you grace. So all these years we've been doing and spelling his name wrong and all kind of stuff, right? But it's okay. As so what we're gonna talk about is really getting into getting in him. Getting into this place. How do we get in the middle of our father? Okay. This is what I believe is the real, the journey of sonship. Getting in him. Because our life's hidden in him. There's something about being in him, okay? We know Jesus, our elder brother, lived the life of example, the model for us, right? Um, as Jesus, our example, he showed us how to be and live as a son of God. Because that's our, that's our destiny, right? We heard that scripture in Romans 8. Our destiny is just not to take out giants and all this stuff. It's to be like him, okay? So we'll do a lot of great exploits because in Daniel it says, those that know God shall do, shall do great exploits. It's not know about God, it's relationship, right? It's, it's all about relation, that love thing, okay? So those who know God, those who are in Him, those who are relating to Him will do great things. Um, so, the, so the key to living as a son is to see, see ourselves and see the Father as the Father sees us. 
Okay. Jesus said he only did what he saw the Father doing. This is a, it's a critical key. And that's and it's not about we get all focused on like, okay, I want to see the Spirit like Jesus saw in the Spirit. Jesus didn't really see in the Spirit. Jesus lived by faith like we live by faith and not by sight. We think Jesus is special and Jesus must have saw all this stuff. Jesus lived by faith. Okay? He was just like, uh, he was here. He wasn't special extra gifts, right? He, didn't have, he, he was not equipped any way more than we were to live our life. <laughs> do, we, do we really believe that? Okay, what we, what we think is Jesus was special and God was with him. And, and um, well, if I had God on my side, I could be victorious too. But I, I had to get married and da-da-da. Jesus didn't get married and da-da-da. Jesus ran his race and did the right thing, right? But we've got to realize that everything that we need to be victorious in life, we have. Just like Jesus had everything, but it was by faith. There was no exceptions or special things going on, okay? And the, and the faith that we can have with the, for the, with the Father um, was modeled by Jesus, okay? Is it, are we cool with that? Yeah, good. And um, so, so um, a wild thing about coming in, into the middle of the Father, whether we go Hebrew or Greek deal, is the name of Jesus, which is really Yeshua, right? Is really... This name here with a shin right there. So Yeshua is the name or, or, or Yahweh with a shin in the middle. So if we can get here, this is sonship. Okay? All it's about is about getting in the middle. We can get inside of the Father and be like in John 6 to talk about me and him and him and me, that union. That's what sonship looks like, okay? And it's it's not, we make things hard, right? But it's just this journey from the outside to the inside. And we need to start living from the inside out. You've heard that a little bit, to live it from the inside, right? You've heard the of that song, The Garden by Misty Edwards, you know? I'm a garden enclosed, right? Yeah, it's an awesome song, right? And if you ever kind of forget how to live, listen to that song, <laughs> okay? And you start seeing things. Can we start thinking about life from inside the Father, right? That we're secure in Him, right? We're like, it's that part of, you know, like a, uh, a baby's never worried because he's inside that womb thingy. We as sons be never worried because we're inside that strong tower. We was just at that strong tower sometime earlier today, sometime. But there, there's something about knowing where we are, whose we are, where we're at. Right, our security is in Him, not in my ability, not in my revelations. It's in Him. You know, you go through the New Testament and look at all the in Him scriptures are in Christ. Do if you want to meditate on something, if you if you're lacking in peace or walking on something, go through get your uh, either one of these Bibles here or concordance and just find that all the in Him's are in Christ. That's life in Him, right? And it's not about you know, you know, putting your little name in here. But it's a journey from, you know, out here and getting inside here. And it's approaching through this yacht and through this hay and living on the inside here. And once you come through his name, then there's more. It's just, the, in the Old Testament, it's full of different um, encounters with uh, the meeting the name of God. The first one, the, the, the yacht hay vav hay is where Moses met God. 
And Moses, who, who are you? I am that I am. That's where the Yahweh came from. Okay, so we're going to go through that a little bit. But in but the simplicity, all you got to do is step in Him, and you're a son. It's no magic. It's just step into the Father, and you're a son. And in the midst of the Father, that's how you mature. There's no works. There's no Bible school needed. It's just step in the Father. Stepping by faith, we relate to him. Father, how do you see the situation? Right? How do you see my marriage? How do you see my schooling? How do you see you, me as a father of my daughter? How do you see me in the drumming? I've played I've let the father play drums through me. That's a trip. Wow. You look down and you see some hands come out of your belly. Cool. Yeah, it freaked me out a little bit. I'm thinking, Yeah, that was weird. And so but, but we need to get that perspective, right? That really, he's in us and we're in him. And think it everything that way. How, it's like things like, um, wow, how do I sit down for dinner in a public restaurant with the Father, the King of Glory inside of me? How do I order a meal? Does the Father want something inside there? Does he care? What's his thoughts about this? Is there something, to, do I tip bigger or smaller? Do I tip at all? Are we thinking about things from the Father's perspective? Right. Not to get into legalistic, because it's easy to go default legal, you know? Well, last time I was here, I gave 12%, and but that guy was really good. Or are you going, Father, what do you want to do while we're here? Yeah. You know, are you, are you tipping based on performance? Or are you tipping based on revelation from the Father? Amen. You know, and it's just, it's just choices how we think about things, right? Um, when, you know, we go to meetings like, well, I like to be early to get a good spot for a meeting. But do, am I going early for a good spot? Or am I going to be the right place at the right time? Because the Father wants me to do something, right? Mm -hmm. One time, um, a friend of mine was getting baptized, and she was getting baptized in a uh, Southern Baptist church, right? Mm -hmm. And I went to the non-Baptist church, the other side of the city, right? And we were the tongue-talking wild church, right? And um, I was in college at that time, so um, all the college students knew each other, because on Wednesdays, the, the best meal in town for lunch was at the Baptist Student Union, so all the tribes gathered together for the good deal, right? <laughs> But we all knew who we were. There were the legal guys, there were the staunch guys, there were the the weird guys, and there was the tongue-talking guys. So we all kind of mingled, but we all knew our, our, our grouping, right? So, and then at, at con you know, Christian concerts and stuff, we kind of, you can't really segregate in concerts, but so we all knew, all the dancers were, you know, you know so you, you knew who was going on, right? So I get dressed to go see my friend get baptized, so I put on some shorts, some flip-flops, and a tank top, and I go to this, this Southern Baptist church, and I'm walking in my liberty and freedom. As I go to touch the doorknob, the Lord goes, are you going to go like that? And I'm like, I'm free. You, ma you made me free. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, it's a nice summer day, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock it, right? You know? And he goes, okay. And I stepped back, and I went, what? I'm not bond. I'm not. I don't care what people think of me. I care what you think. Da 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 da. da. I talk about freedom, liberty. Da da da. He goes, okay. And I, and I go out the door. And I go, okay. What? What are you trying to say? <laughs> what you know is you know what? And he says, uh, I would like you. And this is the first time. I would like 
for you to wear uh, um, uh, a polo shirt and some slacks. And I'm like, really? What about my liberty and freedom? And what, you know, I get to do what I want to do and da 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 da. I'm not bound by ties and da 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 da. They are da 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 da. They think you got to be da da da, you know. And I'm like, so I go, I say, do I have to get to word that? He says, no, you don't have to. But I would like you to. Okay? So, now I'd like to be early, right? So now I've got to take some more time and I got to go kind of iron, because that's just wrinkled, right? So I go wrinkle, I unwrinkle it, iron it, put on the polo top and some slacks and it's kind of a, some deck shoes, you know, right? <laughs> so I'm looking kind of preppy. Yeah. And um, so I get there and I can't sit on front row because the Baptist church, the deacons are up there, right? So I get like row two. <laughs> and she's way, it's one of those baptisms way up there in the, in the high place, you know, kind of deal. You know, it's really serious. She gets dunked and comes out, and they dry off and hug and nice, good job. And so I'm still don't know why I'm, I'm where I'm dressed up, right? Uh, so I'm leaving, and I'm walking up the aisle, and um, this guy comes this way, and he yells. He says, Wally, is that you? I go, yeah. He says, why are you here? Not, why are you here, but why are you here? <laughs> and I stop and I go, um, friend got baptized. Yeah, but why are you here? And I'm like, dude, I can go where I want to go. So, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I was about to talk about dominion and authority. You know? And, uh, but he had this, he had a strange look on his face, like, like, like I wasn't allowed to be there or something, you know? So I was ready for a fight, you know, kind of deal. And, um, I said, what? I can't come here? My friend, you know? I don't go here, and I'm not gonna, you know, mess up your false doctrines and stuff, you know. And, and so, um, so he's now standing, you know, close to me, and I'm like, I'm like, what, what are you saying, you know? He says, "You're here," and I go, "Yeah, I'm here." Well, we were just talking about, you know, stuff. I go, "No, I don't know what you're talking about. What stuff are you talking about?" Well. Our Bible study group was talking about spiritual gifts and stuff and tongues. I go, dude, you're Baptist. You don't talk about that kind of stuff. He goes, I know we don't, but we were. <laughs> and I go, why? Because you don't believe in that. I know we don't believe it, but well, uh, well, none of us knew anything about it. And we thought to ourselves, and we said that loud, wouldn't it be cool if we had one of those guys here? <laughs> right? <laughs> but none of us know anyone to talk to them. And then you're here. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and he says, could you come to our Bible study and tell us about what you know about tongues and the gifts and all that stuff? Wow. I'm like, really? Seriously? You want to know? But you, uh, I go, hey, sure. You know, give me an address. And I'll, I'll pop up there. Wow, great. And he he runs off. So I'm like, that was weird. Baptist guy want to know about tongues? What? Not normal. <laughs> so I get in the car and the Lord goes. That's why I wanted you to dress that way. Mm -hmm. If you would have worn your shorts and tank top, he would have been so intimidated by your freedom, he wouldn't have approached you. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because you listen to me, I can now bring some liberty to them. That's right. So if you live out of a relationship, you never know what your relationship will do, how it affects other people. Or you can live your life under yourself, right? And limit your influence, limit what the Father can do through you, okay? 
But we're not like that, right? We're going to be like Jesus and do what the Father shows us, gives us a clue about, right? So we're going to learn how to to um, live live in this place like our elder brother did, did and does, right? So simply learn to step into him, right? So that scripture is uh, Exodus. What am I popping? Locking. What is it on Facebook for? So the scripture where this first comes up is Exodus um, 3, 13 through 14. And that's when, you know, Moses has his encounter with God. He learns that name, right? And so this is where God introduced himself first. And we, it's, it's really the I am, you know. So we need to, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm actually kind of going to walk through his name, right? And if you believe and are trusting this, the letters of his name, they're alive. So you can actually have an interaction with the living being, okay? So not only are you meeting the Father, but you're meeting attributes of the Father, okay? You're meeting, uh, it's kind of like if, if you meet me uh, and, and you're talking, you say something like, hey, Wally, um, you know, thanks for coming to Canada. Um, you know, I want to relate to you as, as, a, as a teacher, right? So that first attribute is teacher. So we could talk about teaching and revelation stuff. And then you go, wow, that, that thank you for sharing that. Um, but I noticed you're kind of fit a little bit. I see you got a Fitbit on there. Can we talk about another attribute called fitness? I go, sure. And I, I won't put a different hat on, but I could talk to you about a different attribute called fitness. We can talk about how much water intake and going to the gym and the value of vegetables and all kind of stuff. I'm the same person, but we're focusing on a different attribute. Does that make sense? Yes. God's the same person, but what we're going to talk about here is the uh, the yod part of God, right? And the hay part of God. And what is what happens when you get in the middle of the Father, okay? And what happens when you get to the Vav interaction with the Father? And what happens when you get to the hay again? We're going to go through the name. It's like a relationship. The day one when you meet a person, you meet kind of their outside a little bit, you know. You look at me, you make some first impressions, you go, oh, well, he's kind of tall. Well, I heard he played football, da, da, da. And, and the same thing with God. You don't meet all of God in the, the first time, the first encounter, right? But you get to know him, and he shares more of his attributes. So I believe as we get to know him, he makes us sons, okay? You don't earn sonship, he qualifies you. And so we're going to go this way through, and the first character is the Yod here. And so this is a little Hebrew stuff here, which I hope you guys don't mind. Yeah, this is good. Cool. So the Yod is, uh, yeah, let's go. And so we're not we're not going to look at the, the faces of God that people have applied to the four four letters. We're going to look at because every um, Hebrew of the twenty two letters, they all have uh, a different image, a different story, and a different and also novel per letter. Right? You could have a good meal off of a letter. Right? Yeah. Um, you posted something about Shen one day about some guy that was he did six minutes on Shen. Right? You know. I looked at that. I went through all those other teachings. I did done half the alphabet with them on that, you know. But um, I've done, there's a deal called. Uh, I talked to someone about the different layers of the Bible, you know. So you go, if you go Old Testament, it's seven layers, right? 
So in the natural, you get, you know, you get your English translation or French translation, whatever. So it's kind of level one. Then you can get like, you know, Hebrew level, right? But there's a there's a, a, a an older Hebrew called Paleo Hebrew. And Paleo Hebrew is the pictorial form of Hebrew, right? And each picture, each Hebrew letter has a picture and a number. And that picture has a story, right? The number has a story with it. And so if you start looking at the what the picture means, right? There's a whole different life there. You're like going, what? Right? So the, the Yad is like, you know, forgive my, my curse of modern Hebrew, but it's kind of, it's this here, like that. And it's it's the in the twenty-two letters, it's the highest um, letter. So it's the if the if the in America, they gave us, when you're a little kid, you get this little lit written paper that's kind of got the lines on it like that. And so um, the Yod is in the top part of, of the letters. The rest of the letters go the full distance, right? But Yod is the, the highest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And so tradition says the highest letter is the closest to heaven. It's the most spiritual letter. So what does that mean? The first thing, you, you, when you're approaching God, it's you approach Him in the spirit, right? Okay. If you approach God in the spirit, because God is a spirit, right? What we talked about earlier, being a spirit being and you know, high spiritual. But if you approach God as uh, from earth versus spirit, you get to know some, well, he's good, he's nice, but he wants you to know him as spirit, right? God is seeking those who worship in spirit and truth, right? He does that. Those who come to, to church on Sunday or Saturday, da da we can know his ways. He's made a way that we can know him. Today we had the door open to know him, right? Where, was it you that talked about uh, the pathways? Okay. There's a way open to know him. The way is a highway, right? In the spirit. Now you can choose to know God from your head or by your spirit. He won't reject you either way, but it's better to go the high route, okay? It's better to be spirit to spirit deal, right? That means we got to do it a different way. We need to be spiritually discerning and not just naturally discerning. Amen. If you try to know God with your head, you'll know something about Him, but you'll know Him the same level as demons know Him. Whoa. So do you want to be demon-level living? <laughs> no. Do you want to know Him the same level as He knew Lucifer? Now, Lucifer knows the Father from better over a time deal, but not from a relationship deal. They were friends at one point. But at some point, he decided to go off a relationship and go into knowledge and go off into this whole trading weird thing, right? We have the same options. I'm telling you, if you stick in the spirit, you won't take the route of, of, of Lucifer, okay? You stay in the spirit, you don't get, you do not, Whoa. God is not mocked. Hello. If you sow to the flesh, you'll reap the flesh. Hello. If you sow to knowing God based on your mind, you'll get everything that Lucifer gets from, from that knowledge. <laughs> You don't want a knowledge-based yeah. relationship. You want a love-based relationship. And that's only possible in the spirit. You relate to him spirit to spirit, okay? Your, your spirit is designed to connect with him. Your mind is not designed to connect with him. Your mind is the same level as the fallen one. Do you want to come low or go high? High. That's what you're designed to do. But there's, there's gravity that pulls you down. But it doesn't pull you down to stay down. Jesus came to set you free from low living so we can walk in the high life. But it's a choice. 
I can choose to say high or go low, right? So we want to approach him at this high place, right? Because that word is, that letter there, the Yod, is spirit. So when you think of Yod, Hey, Vav, Yod, spirit. It's a trigger for you to stay in the spirit, right? It's just not a, the new chant we do for the last year and a half, which it kind of came that way. No one knew that two years ago, right? Other than all the Jewish people did. They're like going, they're like, y'all just getting it? Yeah, well, we were trying to relate to God by King James, and we didn't know God, not his name. We thought his name was God. God's never been his name. God's a title, okay? Like mayor, senator, president. We think we're trying to be intimate with the title. <laughs> what if you're intimate? Hi, husband. I love you, husband. You're the best husband I know. Is that intimate or is that stupid? <laughs> it's stupid, but what do we do? Oh, God, you're an awesome God. You <laughs> we worship titles. That's called Greek thinking. That's that form versus function, right? That's form. Right? Now, don't be offended. I'm just putting a little, little course correction, right? Now, I was offended the first time I heard that. What do you mean? I, God, God is divine. Well, he doesn't mind. But don't you want to go more intimate? Right? This is about intimate. We're talking about sonship, okay? And my phone keeps turning off. I really appreciate you right now. I feel so free. Yeah. So, um, there's a scripture in Galatians that talks about, oh, oh, Galatians. Maybe it's 3-1 or 2-1. Maybe I think it's 3-1. Oh, foolish Galatians. What is which you started in the spirit? Ah, so when you get saved, you start in the spirit. No matter what kind of prayer you said, it's a spirit deal. Now, if you engage the natural, get off the natural as soon as possible, right? Stay in the spirit. What is taking you out of the spirit? Well, you know, I was doing the spirit thing, but all my friends, hmm, right? There's mindsets, there's belief systems, there's acceptance, there's all this stuff, right? Um, John, John three thirty one. Um, he who comes from above, I'm starting high. He who comes from above is far above all others. You want to be different? Stay high. John three thirty one. He who comes from above is far above all others. He who comes from the earth, from down here, it does it does little natural things and tries to figure God out with their head. He belongs to the earth. What? And he talks the language of the earth. But he who comes from above is far above all others, superior to all others in prominence and excellence. Now this isn't a superior to your brother and sister. Mm -hmm. It means you have an advantage over the enemy. Amen. Okay? Amen. Don't you want to live in the advantage? Yes. Yeah. Or do you want to walk keep walking natural? Stop walking natural. You're not bound to the earth. You need to break your ties and dependence on the earth. You need to realize, I'm called to live up here. Yes. I'm called to live above the snake line. You've heard that term? Yeah. You know, in, in, um, uh, in, in elevation, there's an altitude where snakes don't, are not prominent, right? Yeah. It's up here. Mm -hmm. there, there are certain, now, there's still, there are still enemies in the high places, but not as many as in the low places. Mm -hmm. If you got, you got down here, there's 100% enemies down here, right? Up here, oh, there's a few. There are different ones, right? But our, 
are, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's down here. This is low life living. Mm-hmm. We're called the higher spiritual life. Remember session two or three, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a higher spiritual life deal. We're living at the at the heights. You know, we're seated in the high places, right? Mm-hmm. So stop trying to live down here, right? Okay. Yeah, bring it. When uh, the Bible talks about mostly in the New Testament, when it says spirit or like in the spirit, yep. does that mean in Holy Spirit or in our spirit? Or does that mean in the spiritual realm? It, for, for, for those who are walking in sonships, it's, it's really about this whole union thing. So in, in the kingdom, one you plus one God equals one. Okay, a religious mindset is, well, I'm here. God has mercy on me, so it's really two of us. In the kingdom, we're reunited as one. Okay, so when you read the in the spirit, you should read it as me intertwined with Him. I'm something. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. I when I come into Him, I was never from the kingdom perspective. This is the first time you've been on the planet as a unique being, okay? And your your spirit is now intertwined with God's spirit. You're now one spirit, okay? So it means walk in one unity. Yeah, it's, it's you're, you're united with Him, right? You're not separate. It's not like, well, God's dragging me along, <laughs> you know? Sometimes, religious, we think that, oh, God's just dragging me into the kingdom. Yeah. Taking this, this is what He showed me, right? I had an encounter, and I was getting confused about bed chambers stuff like you had a light thing. Yeah. This is weird. I don't get this. This is like two bottle of water and you pour it together in this glass. Oh, wow. Simple. Simple. It's good. Name one. You should have got imported. Pour it? Yeah, pour okay. it. Yeah. We're, we're a very visual group, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want to see the unity that happens. somebody's water that's helping. Look, okay, so this is you. This is you. Uh, you know. have to drink it too. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. Woo! Now, so look at that. You can't, you can't tell, you can't tell the difference between where one bottle was and another one. Yeah. It's one, right? So walk that's, in that. Basically. Walk in that. That's ekhad. That's one, right? That's that's the unity that we're looking for. Now, also, so so not only is this does this have one, one definition is 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 spiritual, right? But there's also a connotation with the yad of um, of worship. Okay, so uh, Matthew 4, 8, um, again, the devil took him, Jesus, up to, on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. He said to him, these things are taken together. I will give you all this if you will worship me, right? This is the last temptation, right? And Jesus said, get out of here, for it has been written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him alone shall you serve. This is the first worship test, right? If you're living your life, if you're approaching the Father in the spirit with a mind to worship Him, you won't be tempted to worship people, things, because the things of this world are down here, if you will. So this is kind of down here. If, when you start walking in the kingdom, if you're walking in the spirit, be less tempted to go after uh, pride of life, the pride of pride of life, pride of eyes, pride of flesh, uh, acceptance of people, because you're living up here. My eyes were fixed on above, not below, right? I said my mind above. There's life up here. There's life for a son up here. There's a lot of confusion down here, right? There's the, oh, do I become Baptist? Do I become Anglican? Do I become 
what what's my title and you're down here confused you're supposed to be a son mm -hmm. not a denomination not even a Christian mm -hmm. be a son that's your new term what are you I'm a son son of what son of God what he's got a family yeah try that for your evangelism okay if you, if you need a label go with son okay um, when I first met Justin he when he came to America I got to pick him up after he was in Dallas he was there and he was at this worship conference and not a uh, prophetic conference prophetic roundtable and the Lord had him get business cards from all the American guys right and they give him a card he give he give these prophets words off their card right and I'm like what 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 weird so I'd had cards made up right and you saw my cards there my title is son of God okay if I need to be labeled I'm gonna go with the label that I'm thinking is not very religious right mm -hmm. a label that I'm, I feel that I really can't step into on my own but the father's made me fit and qualified me as a son he's adopted me he's made me a son I can't earn my sonship right but I can receive it so we all need to receive. So when we were laying hands on our forehead, that was you receiving sonship, yeah. okay? That was you accepting the mark of the Father, wow. okay? That was the Father's blessing. You are His, mm -hmm. okay? Every time you come in here, touch, eat your mind, that should be a trigger to remind you who you, who you are or whose you are. Once you're son, it can't be undone, okay? Isn't that good? Yeah. If, you're, if you're, according to Roman and Greek law, once you're adopted, you cannot be unadopted or thrown away. A natural born child can be getting rid of any time. That's freaky weird to me. To me, I thought it'd be the other way around. But the way that the law saw it was that that parent made a conscious decision to pick you, to adopt you. That same parent or parents did not make a conscious decision to have you. They just kind of got together and out you came. So it was kind of like, well, you know, Oh well, it's not working out. They can get rid of those. They're, they have. They can make a case to get rid of a natural-born child. But once you go through the adoption process, you're stuck. So God is stuck with you. You can't do anything to get out of it. You, as a child, can't do anything, and the father, your father, uh, can't do anything. To get rid of. Once you made the, the movement, it's done. It, it's done. You know, you can't sin enough. You can't be hate enough, you can't be bitter enough. Now you may, if you do all those things, you will not enjoy the benefits of your sonship. You're not receiving your sonship because of what you're doing. But you can get out of the family, okay? Um, so in, this, in, that, in that scripture in Matthew, uh, Matthew, is Matthew 4, 8 through 11, it's a whole thing about worship that you, it is written, you shall worship the Lord God and then Him alone will you serve. That prior, that order is very important. Worship first, first, first things first. Come in this way, come in high, come in spirit, come in worship, right? <laughs> and, and then the scripture in John 4, which is, um, will really keep you in that place. In John 4, 23, God is looking for worshipers, right? He's not looking for workers. We think if you work hard and serve hard that he may have pity on you and say, well, you know, 
okay, he worked hard, come in the kingdom. No, he's looking for worshipers, lovers. He's looking for lovers, not workers. Okay? You got that? The Father is for, the Father is seeking just those people. These are his worshipers. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. You must worship him in spirit and truth. Right? Um, and then there's a whole another whole thing about the whole thing in this this spirit word deal. You can't know him unless he wants you to know him. You can't just force your way in the kingdom. But see, since we love because he first loved us, we've been invited in. Will you respond to him the right way? We respond to him in the spirit, right? And that's the way into the kingdom, through him. But he's the one that gives you the revelation of who he is, that you're allowed to come in. I'm thinking, wow, there's no tricks. Uh, there's his way. It's his way, not my way, right? So we're, we're on this journey. Um, is this okay? Yeah? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, we'll go past that. Okay. So the hay. Here's my little Hebrew deal going around. Don't tell any rabbis that I'm blowing this pretty good. So, um... <laughs> It's not bad. You guys don't know any better. So, <laughs> Wally, Wally knows Hebrew. Oh my gosh, he was awesome. He taught us Hebrew. He brought Hebrew to Canada. Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew. We know how to spell Yod Hey Vav Hey. Kathy, we can spell Yod Hey Vav Hey. <laughs> so, do you remember I was over here breathing in the name, right? Yeah. I was doing the Yod. Yod. <sighs> You can drum that too. So when um, the the hay has a real big emphasis on the breath, right? So I've come in, I'm coming into the kingdom. I'm a little person here, and I got my little this here. Or I'm a girl. How's my girl thingy? It's this thingy. Oh no, I do. How's the? Where's, I heard that. There's no dresses up here. I forgot. I forgot I did the girl. Um, Do a triangle on the bottom. She's wearing a dress. That's it. Just yeah, upside down. Is that right? Um, a closed triangle. So the the, she wants to again the point the is at the top. The point's at the top? Yeah. Is it this one yet? Yeah, oh. That's good. I was right the first time, wasn't I? Right the first time. Oh. I was, I'm just not secure in my femininity, you know, so. <laughs> As the girl, you did good. And she's standing on her head. <laughs> this one didn't come in the right way, so we removed him altogether. Okay. <laughs> but so the the hay, um, there's something about um, the breath of God. Okay. There's something about relating to um, you come in the spirit. You need to stay in the spirit and realize that when He created man, He breathed and He gave him His whole self. This is a reminder to give your whole self, right? Hold nothing back, right? So to take in as, as um, um, just to be, uh, yeah. And so um, you have your yod, you have your hay, and, and that's the, think of God breathing into you, right? And, and let that rest upon your mind, the breath of God, right? And that scripture we talked about earlier in John 3, 
the wind blows that it will, it's really the breath moves. If we start getting united with him, where does his breath go, right? Where does his breath go? And you think about the breath going into your lungs and, and, and right, there you go. The whole circulatory thing, right? It's in and out. I'm in him, he's in me. I'm in him, he's in me. If we kind of keep our mind on the, real, the, the true reality, and if you get all that, there's no room for doing stupid stuff because you're, you're so focused on your being God conscious, you know? So on our little journey in, we come into the spirit. We start living in his breath, right? And we land at this point here at the middle. You know, we've, we've now arrived in him, right? Our goal is to be in him. And there's a scripture in Romans 8, 1. Romans 8, verse 1. Come on, you guys stay awake. Where's my squirt gun? Where's my where's my mixture? Oh, the anointed mixture. Throw it over this way. Over here. Yeah. So in Romans 8, 1, it says, But for I consider the sufferings of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory. Okay. So this little walk here, you have to deny your self, deny your natural self, right? Come into the spirit here, unselfish, the, re the whole unself thing here, the real you, the real self, right? So you give up the false self and get the real self and says, are not being worth compared with the glory that's about to be revealed in us, revealed to us. It's revealed um, um, to us. It's glory revealed to us. Glory um, revealed in us. Glory for us. And glory, glory on us. Romans 8, 1 talks about the glory is all over the place, right? When you get inside him, you're totally immersed in the glory. Right? The glory is for you. Okay. The glory is in you. The glory is on you. What kind of deal is that? How good is that? It's just not like around you, you know? If I got the glory on me, in me, around me, through me, I don't need your anointing. I don't need to covet yours or yours or someone from South Africa or someone from New Zealand. I've got it. If I'm secure in him, I can trust him because I'm in him, right? If the glory, if the glory is, is, is about to be revealed, it, the reason why it's about to be revealed because we're living out here. Yeah. If we start living in here, the glory will be revealed to us. That's revelation, how to live there. It'll be revealed in us. I need him in me, Amen. right? I need to be in him. It'll be revealed. It's for me, right? It's my motivation to go from here to here. And it's on me. So instead of evangelizing with my tracks and my t-shirts and my banners and my flyers and my car taggies and my stuff, I'm glowing with the glory of God. Right? Amen. People see glory on me, around me, and for me. They're like going, what is that? And you go, what? And they make you get in your face and say, why are you shining? I want to shine too. Is shining optional? No. Once you're in the kingdom, it's a mandatory. Right? You mean I get to shine at night? You get to shine night and day. 
right and on you and around you in the old testament it was only on you okay he came on you in the new covenant in round all of it you get the full deal full meal deal right for free Amen. it just cost your life if you'll, if you'll receive it right i mean isn't it a good deal it says here for i consider i consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth being compared with the glory package this is a package right beep, 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 beep. let's put a bow on it right the package is worth it right you don't experience the package out here though you definitely don't experience the package on earth this is earth the package experienced on heaven and you can bring it down to earth okay make sense you okay with that? Mm -hmm. um, this is the true going from glory to glory, right? One level of glory to another level of glory. If you stay in love and in a relationship, you'll be covered mm. with the glory. Sir. So you'll become, you become his shining armor representing of his glory. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Say it again. You'll become the shining armor representative of His glory. Yeah, you, you become His shining armor right. representative of His glory. Yeah. You, once you come in the Father, you become His shining armor representing His glory. That's right. Okay. That's that good. Yes. Do, do you want that? Yes. I mean, I, I want that, right? Amen. And it costs you nothing other than the journey. Okay. <laughs> You have to go from here, the high road. You can't go like, look at God. You have to draw near to Him. You have to come in Him. The door has been opened for you to do it, but you have to go. How do you move? By believing. It's a faith walk. You have to move. You have to progress. You have to go from glory to glory. You have to go from this letter to this letter, abiding here. But we're not Greek. We don't just like, I'm camping in the Father. You go and experience the rest of the letters, right? Right? Is it okay? Yes. Or we, can, we can stop here. This is really good because I'm now... Now, once you get in here, this is where He works on you. This is like yeah. this is like being marinated, right? This is being pickled, right? You're in Him. He's in you. And you're just going... It's constant transformation. This is where... This is, you know, you, this is where... This is why Jesus kept going to the mountain. Okay? This is your mountain deal. He kept going here and then... The transfiguration happens here. It doesn't happen here. You come in, you come in, it happens in Him. In Him, you get transfigured. In Him, you become the shiny ones. In Him. If you don't stop short, sir. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. Uh, you said going to the mountain. Is that just connecting with Him in the, yeah. in the Spirit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in Hebrews, it talks about now you've come to Mount Zion. Right? The place of innumerable angels, God, da 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 da. Everyone's everyone's here. Everyone's in him. Right? Right? the kingdom's in him. Right? So here this is Mount Zion, right? Now the Lord uses lots of analogies trying to get us to get it, right? Some of us like the mountain, some like the gate, some like the door, some like his presence. Right? They're all about relationship with him. Okay. Don't get fixated on terms. Get fixated on the Father. Yes. Right? Because that so we get kind of locked into like, well, I'm a I'm a river man. 
-hmm. Well, get in the river, get in him, get in the presence, get, get, it's about him, right? Yeah. But there are people who fight over those terms, yeah. right? And so we're not those who fight over the terms. Now, we can go ahead and fight about the relationship. God loves me when he loves you. Really? Thanks. Well, I don't know about that, but I don't care, right? Right? If someone ever tells you, I'm God's favorite, you just smile. I'm happy for you. Right. Because if that's true, it benefits you, right? And it may kind of egg you on a little bit to go, let me make sure that I'm in the high place. Let me make sure I've done that. Let me check, you know, in a, in a good, encouraging, exhorting way, right? So I told you, and I kind of hinted on this deal, that um, for, for several years I was... Um, looking at Matthew 17 and, and Jesus going bright light and Moses Elijah, I've taught on it and thought about it, meditated on it, and figured it out. But I never, I haven't, I hadn't talked to Moses or Elijah. So I want to share with you the encounter I had with Elijah. Elijah said, and here's, this is wild. He said, return often to this place. Return to this mountain. Do not come with only the intentions of engaging with me, me, Elijah, or the chariot or the winds or all the stuff that's here. Your motivation just can't be to go, I won the kingdom and I played and did, and that's kind of cute, but your goal is the Father, right? So return often here, but come with the intention to con continue your transfiguration. Wow. Okay, it's a process. Uh, Don't just go once. Hello. Come here to continue your transfiguration. It is written. That sons go up into the mountain to be changed and to receive counsel. Wow. Okay. This is my word from Elijah. Now, I get word. Can Elijah give you a word to live by? Uh, he gave one to Jesus. Moses gave him a word too. I'm like going, I guess it's okay, right? You know. So Elijah went on and said, sons go up into the mountain to be changed and receive counsel. Okay. This is also known as known as coming boldly before the throne. Hebrews four sixteen. This is a way of being who you are. This is a way. Return often to this place. Return to this mountain. Okay. Is that simple? There was no high road. There was not, you know, drink the blood of a red heifer. You know, find the red. Heifer. There's a show on now about the red heifer, about the dig. Yeah, yeah. You know? What's up? I mean, talk about the highlighting Israel and the end times and all this stuff. This is the way you do it, right? Yes. Sir. Um, now, when you met Elijah. Oh, I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. It's okay. Okay, yeah, okay. Did you just find him by going up? Like, I know it's relational with the Father, yeah. but did you just find him by going up, like, on your usual, like, okay, Lord, I come? Or did you did you, did you get the knowledge first and then pursue it? Um, on the journey, he just started talking. So this was, uh, this, so the, the details were, um, I'm on that, on Kathy's call on Mondays, right? And so when you do those calls, you know, there's something about a body coming in unity, right? 
course, and it's also about sometimes people are just spectating. That little unbelief kind of pulls you out a little bit. So when you go to those calls, whether it be the Kathy call or, or this meeting right now, right now in this room, you can stay engaged. It's easy to pop out. It's easy to go to fatigue. It's easy to be distracted. It's easy to think about stuff, right? So, but if you discipline yourself today, no, I'm saying focus on the Father. I'm going to stand up and not nod. I'm going to throw water in my eyes. I'm going to, whatever it takes, to press in and press through, right? So you do that. So on those, on those calls, we got to a place somewhere on the, <laughs> somewhere on the, on the, on the ladder, on, the, on Jacob's ladder. And then someone said, I see Elijah. Now, sometimes when I hear these wild things, I can choose to go, what? You can see Elijah? Now, that's disbelief, right? Okay. And so, but I choose to believe Elijah is somewhere. And when I chose this time to believe in that, because they did Catherine Coombs and all these people were showing up. I'm like, who? What? And it's like, who? I'm seeing what? But when they said Elijah, I said, I choose to believe that. And when I said that, about two minutes later, I heard that conversation. Okay. And I wrote it down. Now, I didn't confer that with anybody else. I wrote it down in my journal, right? And then after the call, you know, I, I sent it to Kathy. Not more of, hey, here's what I heard, you know? And then she posted it on the site deal. But I, my confirmation wasn't Kathy going, oh, yes, I agree. It was because I'm on this journey, not I'm in a group. I'm on the journey with my father, okay? Mm -hmm. So I was pursuing the father, diligently seeking the father. On that journey, I'm using, uh, so the Monday night call is, for me, a simple opportunity to exercise my faith, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Simply that. Everything else is, is, is bonus, right? Mm -hmm. I can choose to believe or not believe, but I'm trying to increase my personal faith muscle, my personal ability to see the Father, but my desire is pursuing Him not to be on a call. Mm -hmm. And I'm using the call as a vehicle for me to grow, mm -hmm. okay? So that's what I do. So in that call, someone called out Elijah. I went, what? I was about to go into unbelief. I thought, wait a minute. I'm going to go to believe. And when I clicked at the belief part, then this conversation came. Wow. And I went, whoa. And then, then, then the scriptures which supported it came in. And I'm like, I will never forget this. Now, at the same time, uh, a week or two earlier, I had this teaching, right? But that message solidified this whole deal here, mm -hmm. right? You follow me? So Elijah came and added to my message, which added to your message, mm -hmm. right? So what does that mean? Backtrack. One of the uh, one of the guys in the cloud wanted to invest in Canada. This message has not gone anywhere else on the planet. Okay, this message is for you. So someone in the in the cloud said, "Hey, Wally's faithful. He's pursuing the Father," and. We checked out his scroll. He's going to Canada, finally faithful on the right date, not the other date. Blah, 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 blah. We got it lined up. His heart is okay. I want to pass a message on to those who are being faithful who are going to come to that basement meeting in Bill's house. I think Wally's faithful to do it, so I'm going to speak to him and hopefully he'll believe this time that it's me and he'll be faithful to put this in his message and it'll fit and he'll share it and they'll go, they'll be blessed. So someone in the cloud wanted to give you a message. Now your part is to believe or not believe, right? Right? And so if you believe it, you can make the living word to help you in your journey to sonship, right? Your journey to this place of transfiguration 
come often to this mountain, right? In that moment, I had a whole new revelation of stuff. Bill. Wally, how, how would you describe what is his glory? The glory God gave Jesus before the foundation of the earth that he gave us. What is glory? Wow, that's a good one. I, I, uh, I would say the, the glory. Do you got this? <laughs> I, I was just checking. I was just checking. Sometimes she's got some rev, and I have to I check in. So, 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 first of all, we, we've already kind of dealt with a little bit of sometimes the words used in whatever translation sometimes don't fit. So, we, we need to click into the Holy Spirit translation, right? I really believe that the glory, the glory of God is really our, our, our expression of who He is. So, every one of us, there's light, if, if God is a, is a prism, in that analogy. So the light of God, the light, or the light of the world, the light of the world going through God gives us a unique expression of Jesus. Okay? I believe that unique expression of Jesus, which is a type of light or energy or frequency, is the glory. Okay? So that's why, so Jesus is a unique expression of the light of God. We're individually unique exp expressions, right? You are all have uh, your, your divine goals to be like Jesus, which is Jesus was a yielded vessel, the light of God coming through him. Yeah. So when they said the glory filled the temple, they meant the expression of God. I believe. Presence. Yeah. Frequencies. Yeah. Presence, frequencies, kind of stuff. Yeah. Go ahead, get something. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Now, anybody else on that? Anybody else? Well, one interpretation of the glory is a good opinion. Okay. His good opinion, God, the Father's good opinion of you. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but it's it's definitely something that is, um, in a sense, tangible. tangible. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's not a feeling per se, but it's 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 a substantial enough that it makes a difference, right? Um, now his opinion makes a difference. Uh, when he shows up, something happens, right? When, 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 when that word glory is on an individual, not always good things happen, okay? Well, the glory on Paul caused riots, right? The glory on Jesus, when Jesus um, agreed with, he said, uh, if you see me, you see the Father, okay? They were like, what? They, didn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't handle that, right? Soon and very soon, you as a, as a son on path Whoa. will boldly, confidently proclaim, Whoa. if you see me, you've seen the Father. Whoa, How can you say that if you're standing right here? You didn't make it up. You've gone through the process. You're standing in Him. And you will confidently, not cocky, just say, oh, I'm sorry. You don't know Him? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's that transparency, right? And, that, and, and we, we can't clean ourselves up or make ourselves see through enough, but the Father can, Amen. right? If we do the right approach, right? And would, would that be an easier approach in evangelism? Right? It's just, you step out of the car and you go, we're here. What, what do you need? And they go, what do you mean? And why are you guys so bright? And you hand out some sunglasses. Yeah. And you go, okay, so what do you need? Right? And they go, what do you mean? And you say, 
Jesus still talks. Uh, blind guy, what do you need? I'm thinking, why do you ask that? Because he needs needs interaction, right? So when you go to your next place, the prostitute world, hi, what do you need? Well, I need money for rent, and the only way I know to get it is selling my body. <clears throat> my bad. Here's a house. Mm. Yeah. No. Hello. Mm. So what's your motivation Hello. now for selling your body? Hello. I need acceptance. Hello. You lay hands, and they're accepted in the beloved. Okay, so now you got acceptance in house. Now what are you doing? How do I get to my house? Come with me. Hello. And as you're driving her to your house, you're radiating. Whoa. She's being washed by the word. Why is she washed by the word? Because she's been here soaking, right? You're releasing that wave my daughter talked about, <coughs> releasing that river out of you, and you're washing everything in that car, right? As you drive this new creature in Christ Jesus to her new house. Amen. She no longer needs to sell her body because you've given her a house and you're washing her by your, your presence, which is his presence. Much different than, I have a book for you, and if I can get your address, uh, we'll follow up in two weeks. And um, I hope you make it in two weeks because I, I know things are happening. You know? But what if we just started assigning angels? So don't worry about that pimp. Um, there's one holding him down and another watching your back. Okay, And that's my angels. You'll soon get to know your angels. They're going like, what? I can't stare in your eyes. You're so bright. Okay, here's your sunglasses. Thank you. Okay. So, anyway, why are you touching me? I've never been touched with acceptance before. This is different. Oh, how's it? It feels good. Okay, cool. You know, and so you know you're whole now. Oh my gosh, I feel comfortable with myself. I don't want to kill myself anymore. What do you think happened? I, I can't explain it. Well, how, did, how do you feel about your past? I don't have any pain about my past. I, I, I remember being I remember being abused as a child and stuff and being a runaway, but I don't the, the trauma is gone. Can you explain that? Yeah, you need to know the one I know. Who is that? Father. You release the father's blessing, right? You don't go mind to mind. You go spirit to spirit, right? You just imparted your breath and life to her spirit, and she wakes up into, and then the father says, you go. Get to know the one that just touched you. And then, oh, here's your house, by the way. Here's your keys. Love you. Thank you. You know? What kind of evangelism is that, right? Yeah. Impartation evangelism. Yeah. Presence evangelism. Yes. Glory evangelism. Yes. Well, I don't know what that is. It's relationship, right? Amen. So in, in him, you're transformed. The process is kind of, it's in 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13, um, verse 11 says, When I was a child, I talked as a child. Yeah. I thought as a child. I reasoned. When you're out here, you're uh, a technon in the Greek. It means an <laughs> immature one. When you come into the Father, you become a huos. It's a process, though. You just don't go here one time and go, I was in him. It was cool. Now I'm going to go party. Okay? <laughs> Stay in there. Right? Yeah. Go back. Come back often, right? It's a choice, right? Am I saying you can't play that video game or that go on Facebook and post the glory cloud picture, whatever, you know? Yeah, you can come out, right? Because if you're here, you and the Father are tight, but the people you're, you're ministering to aren't here. You may have to physically go to that club and just be shining in the corner, right? Like we were trying to do last night, but we didn't, we didn't get there. So the process, when I was a child, out here, my little technon deal outside of the spirit, I, I talked like a child, 
I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, mm -hmm. I'm done away with childish things. I've done away with immature living. I've come into this place. I'm now like my maturity in him. I'm not trying to make a way, I am. He is the way, right? Is it okay, we good? We're almost done there. Um, in hand, uh, da, 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 we'll get there. So the Vav. How's my Vav looking like? What? Whoa! Hey! Hey! I forgot I did my Vav. My Vav is like... Yeah. Um, the Vav, I did a, had a deal a couple years ago about the, the Vav vision. Do you remember that? She. Yeah. Um, in 1 Corinthians 1, 7 through 9, um, really verse yeah, 9. Um, and he will establish you to the end to keep you steadfast, give you strength, and guarantee your vindication. He will be your warrant against all accusation. It's not about you, it's about him. God is faithful, reliable, trustworthy. Okay? Um, by him, you were called into companionship and participation with, with the Son, Jesus Christ. Okay? The Vav is like a tent peg. It's about yeah. the, the hook that keeps things in place. Mm -hmm. As you come into the Father in this place here in Him, mm -hmm. you come and be steadfast and secure. You become, He makes you faithful, right? Mm -hmm. He keeps you. He establishes you. He, 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 He. Do you receive, right? He establishes you. He keeps you steadfast. He gives you strength. What a bargain, right? What are you doing? I believe. I believe in entering these things. And he does, he's got all the stuff, right? All you got to do is stay in him. If you believe all this is true for you in him, he does all the heavy work. Only thing he asks you to do is to believe. Will you believe and receive all he will do for you? Or will you be tempted to go do some temporal things? Will you be tempted to go back to earth and be... Earthly thinking, earthly, 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 natural, 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 natural. Or and you go, well, I need a break from that. Okay, but return often, please, and be transformed, right? Yep. Um, question. Concerning the Godhead. Yep. Um, in Christ, the same as being in God, right? Yep. So, because, like, I've always been confused about that, because... The, the word says, you're in Christ, and Christ is in you, abide in me as I abide in you. And then he says, as you see me, you see the Father. Right. right. So if I go up to heaven, and, I, and this is my usual experience, I'm usually seeing Christ, but I'm not seeing the Father. So if I'm seeing Christ, then I am seeing the Father, basically. Yeah. So let's break it like this. So remember I give the analogy about you meet me the first time, you go, hey, nice guy, nice teacher, and we talk about a different topic, we talk about fitness. So when we first enter the kingdom, we use, you know, we come, Jesus the way to the Father. So when we first go to heaven, we are comfortable with seeing Jesus, right? We are kind of wired to Jesus, 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 Jesus. Then we go, hey, I'm here to see the Father too. And then, but now you got to kind of rewire a little bit. So now, but see, we have, we have some preconceived ideas going on, right? When we came into Jesus, we were less preconceived ideas, right? But we have these things we have to deal with, like, if I see the Father, I'll die. So something in us <laughs> says, maybe I don't want to see the Father. 
Well, maybe we do. But that little double-mindedness clicks in. So we stay safe with Jesus, right? Even though he is the Father. But inside, we're going like, well, just in case, I'm going to do the Jesus thing, right? But then if we get a little freer, we might go to the garden. And my first garden time, I went to the you know, four chambers of my heart. I went to the garden. It seemed to me, for some reason, the Father was in the garden. The dance room, Jesus was in the dance room. Don't not sure why, right? So I, was, I got used to Jesus in the dance room, the Father in the garden. And the Father in the garden, the first time in there, the Father was right here, sitting on a something, and um, this rabbit came up to him, and the rabbit was worshiping the Father. And I was right here, watching this rabbit interact with the Father, I was learning about worship as this creature was giving, giving praise to the Father. I thought, what? And so, and I'm watching the Father relate to a little bunny rabbit, right? And I'm thinking like, if he can relate to a rabbit, he can relate to me, I'm in the garden, and it was cool, and, the, and the, it was like a line of animals waiting to have one-on-one -on -one time, right? And I'm like going, what, what is this place? I thought it was my garden, you know? But they're having time. So I got to sit next to the father. You know, you know I can't sit. I got to sit, it was outside. I got to sit next to the father watching him interact with creation. And I thought, this is interesting. But the lesson was, one day, creation's waiting for you to be, to manifest as a, as a mature son. Not gonna worship me, but they need to be free so they can come into the father's presence. So I got to go to the garden to learn about my, my role with creation, okay? So in the garden for me, for some reason, I could better relate to the Godhead, the Father in the garden, okay? Um, the dance floor, now there was one time I was going to the dance floor, I was getting used to the, the dress thing we talked about before, and I was used to Jesus dancing me. One time I get there and three showed up, and I'm like, uh, excuse me, this is the uh, uh, Jesus girl dance time only. Uh, who, who are you guys? You know, and they're dancing around me, right? And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I thought that I thought it was a ballroom dance. What is this thingy? You know, I. I don't know. Yeah, there was no ball light thingy. But see, but. I believe to continue to grow in sonship, I'm becoming more like him, my belief factor has to increase. Mm -hmm. So I gotten used to mm -hmm. just seeing Jesus, right? So I, it, it felt like kind of a, we need to expand a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we're all showing up. And I was like, now will I believe? Will I stay? Will I engage? I was given opportunity to, or not, right? And if I left, they wouldn't go like, oh, shut down the dance floor. It's all over. Oh. Wally's, oh. he's done. He failed. <laughs> no, there's like, well, he'll be back because he loves us. We love him, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I was like, this is different. Um, okay, okay, well, okay, the first time, what did I do? Well, I, I just did it. Well, just do this. But it's different. Mm -hmm. Difference okay. Don't fear different, right? It's a choice. Fear's a choice. Right. Um, okay. Well. Okay. Do I just stand here? Okay. Whoa. So it's step by step, right? Examine all things. Keep them just good. Just believe. 
I'd already built trust. Like, they weren't going to beat me up, you know. All right, the fifth time he comes, we're going to haze him. You know, you know, that's man thinking from a man's perspective with lack of, with fear and failure and all that kind of stuff going on, right? So, and but it starts with, I had to believe there was four chambers, right? It took me a long time to believe that, right? Um, anyway, so that's, that was the deal, and the God hit. So, I'm like, and then there's people like, you know, the first time I heard someone say, uh, my time with the Father was this, and then my time with Jesus was this, and my time was this. I said, what? Well, three? I thought it was like a, I go meet with one, and there are three and one, and so I've done my time. <laughs> you know, I, I, I made my appointment deal. And because I, again, since I was very, um, what's the word? Um, uh, my relationship skills, my healthy relationship skills were, were, were bad, okay? My abusive relationship skills were really good, but that doesn't work in the kingdom, right? So I didn't know how to relate, have a healthy relationship, right? And so, um, so I was like, I can only deal with one. So I just need you know, one of you three, whoever it is, let's just do this one thing. So I had faith for the Father, okay? And so then when the angel stuff came, I was like, wait a minute, I, I'm barely having a good time with the Father. So what do I do with you guys? Take a, take a number. I, I, I'm not disciplined enough to have time with the Father. What do I do with you guys? Then the seven spirits, I'm like, wait a minute, the seven plus two angels plus the Father. Well, the Father's first, but who's the angels next or seven spirits? So now I'm like, oh, well, how do, I, how do I manage this? I got my earthly thinking, right? On earth is a time balancing deal. In the kingdom, there's not a time issue. It's a heart issue. Do you want to be with everyone? If the answer is yes, there's time for that. If your desire is to be, it's okay. If you're afraid, there's no time because you're thinking earthwise, right? You're not bound by time or earth unless you want to be. If you want to be, then it's like, okay, when do I spend time with the Father? Do I spend time with them already? I spend time with them already. Okay, do I talk to the angels or not? How many angels do I talk to? But how did that guy have 120 angel friends? 120 angels? Oh, I, so you get in your head, right? So, so, so get out of your head. Just stop and go, I think I'm in my head. If you start getting worried, you're in your head. If you're frustrated, you're in your head. If you're nervous, you're in your head. If you're afraid, you're in your head. Get out of that place. Those are not kingdom qualities of a son, of a mature son, right? They don't, they don't disqualify you. This means like, oh, I'm still in process, right? I, when I become a man, so I, maybe I'm a teenager son, right? Learning how to deal with those stuff, right? Maybe I'm not full born yet, right? Uh, yeah, so my first conscious encounter, um, I say, yeah, conch, you know, we, there's a lot of encounters you guys had. You didn't know there was an encounter, da, 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 da. So my first conscious encounter was at my first Ian Clayton meeting. I was sitting on the front row. This is the same meeting where the lady, the trading thing, right? So I'm sitting like this in front of my drum. We, we just finished worship. Ian goes up and starts talking about um, the Roman scripture about manifest sons and and that was my first Ian meeting, you know, and I'd got some advice from a, a pastor, Pastor Tom Wright out of California. I've never met him, but I've, I've, I sent him an email, Dear Sir, thank you for all your podcasts and uh, all your audios. Uh, I'm going to my first Ian Clayton meeting. What do you suggest? <laughs> you know, he said, hang on, <laughs> you know, buckle up. 
prepare for the ride of your life. I mean, it was very encouraging stuff. And I said, thank you for responding because he's a busy pastor. So I didn't know me at all other than I said, I gave him a thank you note. But he said, just go open, right? I said, okay, I'm, I'm open, you know. So I'm in the front row. Um, he starts talking about um, um, uh, all creation is groaning. I'm thinking, dude, give me a revelation. I know that one. So I'm, I'm arrogant, you know. I, give me something. Give me a new rev, right? I paid thirty-five dollars and drove from Virginia, Connecticut. I want something fresh and hot, right? So I'm into my natural head cocky deal, right? And I'm like, Wally, you're doing it again. Get out of your head and go, go high, right? Now I didn't know this at that time, but I knew enough when I was in me versus pursuing him, right? So I said, okay, pursue the Father. Stop acting like you know everything. When I did, when I shifted my belief button to believe for something to speak through Ian, as in God to speak through the Ian, because I'm pursuing the Father, not Ian, right? I'm not pursuing Revelation, I'm pursuing the Father. Ian's just a vehicle, right? Are you right? We're good with that? Yeah. You know, we don't worship Ian. We don't worship people. We worship God, right? Um, worship Him alone. Anyway, so, um, so then, then Ian says something like, and all creation is just not what you see. There's galaxies. It starts describing galaxies. And then my definition of creation goes from, it's a long story, but it goes from this three trees and grass and a dog. And you can read in the, get the site eight, but it's, in, you know. But my, my view of creation got expanded. And I chose to believe this new definition of creation, which was not my definition. When I, when I chose to believe that definition, I left my body. I never left my body before. I don't know what leaving body feels like, but next thing I knew, I'm not stand, sitting in front of my drum. I'm somewhere in the hands of something really bigger than me. I'm wearing a diaper. I've got big eyes. I'm a baby, right? So this is pre-dressed, so I'm in a diaper thing. Right? I'm, I'm, a ba I'm looking at myself in the hands of I think it's God, but I'm not sure because this is weird, right? I'm looking up into this face, right? And I'm, I'm wiggling, you know, like, you know, and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm totally conscious aware of what's going on. I'm not, it's all crisp, it's, it's crisp, right? And I'm like, and the, and the father says, you're my son, face to face. And I, in my baby form, I heard it, and I went, oh my gosh, I wanted to hear this all my Christian life, right? I've read it, but now he says it to me face to face. And I'm like, he said it. I'm his son. And I kind of wiggle in glee or whatever. And it's either he turned me over or I turned over. When I turned over, I'm looking at all creation. And it's his stars and st it's his and when I turned over it seemed like a who's seen the Lion King so that scene from where he's holding the baby up or the savannah and animals it's kind of like that except for the savannah was someplace in the galaxy and there's a bunch of stars and stuff going on right and so but when he flips me over all creation says with one voice he is the son wow. and I'm like I go wow the revelation I got was, they knew I'm the son. He, the father says I'm the son, but do I know I'm the son? And I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, how do they know? I, and the father, I'm okay with the father knowing, right? I'm not okay with me knowing because I don't really know. 
but I'm tripping out that they know, right? As I'm processing this, they say, when are you going to be? When they say B, I'm now back in my seat, my notes are right here, and I go, I look around like, what just happened, right? And I'm thinking, wow, that was a great imaginary thing, but that was real, that was, what, so I, on my notebook, I, I'd sketch out, very bad sketching, but I sketch out something that reminds me of that, that encounter, right? So if you have an encounter, do something to remind you of it so it doesn't, it doesn't fly away out of your mind, right? And so what the creation is saying is, when are you actually going to mature and function as a son, okay? When are you going to take responsibility as a son so that we can get out of our frailty, get out of our deal? And so as you pursue the Father, you'll have that confirmation of who you are, okay? Whether Jesus tells you, the Holy Spirit tells you, the Father tells you, you'll know who you are, right? You'll know um, what you can do as who you are, right? You'll have a confidence. It goes in you. It's not a one-time deal. It's those who diligently pursue Him will find Him, right? You know? I'm finding Him. I'm in the process, right? So, the, the Vav is a tent peg, and it, it holds things together. Uh, do, do, do. Share what glory is, daughter. Okay, so glory is um, the sentimental substance of his identity. That's the definition of glory. Passionate outpouring of his life. If it's liquefied, liquefied crystals that can penetrate the soul to sip, to make your sorry to make you a significant mirror to turn the dim minds to reach his full capacity of light. That's good. That's well, what glory is. That's come on. Good. So the Vav is like a tent peg, right? So it's a connector. So it connects you with heaven, makes you firm in your identity. It'd be good to be secure, not double-minded, right? And he does that, right? Um, the Vav also symbolizes connecting heaven with earth, right? And when, when in Hebrew, you, you write from top down, right? Mm -hmm. Greeks write from bottom up. We as sons live from the top down, right? We live from the inside out. If you make just that transition in your thought pattern of thinking from the inside out, not from the outside in, what does that mean in reality? Do I make decisions off of my external senses or off my internal senses? Internal is my spirit man, right? Back in the beginning, you know, Adam was spirit on the outside, so he related to things spirit first. We can now choose whether to relate spirit, soul, emotions, feelings, or by our body. You know, I can go, today I'm hungry, I'm gonna do whatever it is to feed that need. That's my body, right? Today I feel insecure, my soul, I'm gonna do whatever it is to, to make meet that need. Spirit, what's the Father's pleasure? I have three options every moment of the day, wow. right? Do you live from your body, from your soul, or from your spirit, right? That's the options. Sometimes we don't like options, but God's given us that liberty, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's fun. Oh. So, this, when you start walking here, this level of maturity, you get to be a gate or a ladder for other people. Just like Jesus was, you know, see me, I'm the ladder, angels ascending and descending. So you become an avenue to the kingdom for other people. Because see, they can see you, they see God, and people have a hard time going to God. But if you're in Him, they go to you, 
we bring them to God. We bring them to Jesus, we bring the Holy Spirit. You get a strategy, you get wisdom, you help them, you become a bridge for them, right? Because it's always been known, you know, you're a letter written, read, read, read by all men, written by the Father, and you know you're his best advertisement. You're also his worst advertisement too, right? But in here, you're awesome advertisement, right? Because it's not about you. You're just going like, shine on, right? So, um, wow, I'm popping too much. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll skip that one. So, the last letter is the hey, right? So, we'll, we'll finish that out there. Shoot. Yeah. Um, you know, all the and stuff that Yeah. Oh no, untethered. Okay, what? Thinking, okay, I'm untethering, but what am I tethering to? But that's the bottom. To me, that we're being released from the earth and the confines and the seasons, and then we're being connected, we're being hooked into the boss. Yeah. Security is there. We're not just free floating. Right. And that's the difference between um, us and the New Agers. They get unhooked from the earth and they're floating. Okay. We get unhooked from the earth and we're establishing him. Okay. That's the big difference. They get established looking for an energy source, something impersonal, right? Now the thing that's wild about the New Agers is they're willing, they're more willing to be free from the earth than believers are. We take our security, we're like, oh, earth, I've known you so long. Thank you for gravity. You've kept me steadfast and secure. I thank you for the four seasons. The new Age is like, get away, there's something more. Right? Yes. It's very airy. It has no foundation. So what you're saying, you know. Yeah. Green. And see, I'm. I have. You know, the Lord's been dealing with. I have different <clears throat> fears. My first fear was I was afraid of you know egotistical people because I had ego issues. I was afraid of power people because I had power issues. You know, power corrupts, right? So I had a fear of being in those things, you know. So I had a fear of homosexuals because I, I was insecure in my sexuality. So I had all these things going on. So I thought, okay, I had to avoid them. God wants me to overcome them, right? Mm -hmm. So my last big fear was New Agers, right? And so I was like, they know stuff that I don't know. But they only know part of the picture. It's good to be free from entanglement. Mm -hmm. Bad to float on your own, right? Mm -hmm. But we're like, the whole package is bad. No, this part's good. You know, we should be taking note from them, be free. We should take a note from our father and say, hang on. <laughs> right? And then invite them, be secure in him, like me. We're both free from the earth. Yeah. We both drum, right? New Agers drum. They know a lot about frequency and sound. The church is scared about sound. We get sound engineers. We understand the science of sound, but not the liberty or freedom of sound. Sound will break you free from the earth. Hello. New Agers know that. So they're free, they're floating around, you know, thinking we're free from the earth, they're focusing on that, but they're not, they're not connected. We've got connection, and we can share that, yeah. 
See, the difference is, A, another difference is we have access to a relationship. They're, they don't have a relating. They, they know that I shouldn't be tied here, but there's a, a, a non-personal source out there. And they want to be one with the non-personal source, which is, well, this part's good, free from here, but there's no life in the non-personal source. They think life is in disconnection, right? So they're floating around thinking they're free because they're free from that, but this is not freedom, right? Yeah. They disconnected themselves, but they haven't connected themselves. Correct. Now, just like us, they're in different layers or process, right? Some are kind of connected. Some are connected to demonic. They're tied to the earth and demons, right? Some are just floating around, you know? And see, what's wild is floating around is a level of freedom, right? There's no security. But if I'm, if I'm out here, if I'm, look, if I'm outside of God and I'm looking at a new ager, they're freer than I am. Because I'm not, I'm not in relationship, really. I'm saved, but they're freer because they're untangled from the earth. I'm still bound to the earth and wondering what to do, right? So if I compare myself at that point... Wow. And then that's where the deception comes in. Let me go check that out. Then I get to see, I get double-minded, right? And I go, well, well, they're freer than my friends. Wrong comparison point. Your security is in the real living one, right? They don't have a living one. They have some, if they get, if, if they start asking the question of, I need to relate to something, that's when the demons appear. Relate to me. Mm-hmm. An angels of light, false messiahs start appearing. And they go, oh, Johnny, Wally was right. I do do relate. And they, instead of going to the Father, they go to that other entity that can fake goodness for a period, but not, it can't imitate God, right? It really is that sheep and wolf's clothing type thing. There is a scripture that says they're not formative and they're against Yeah. Now, the New Age floater, um, they're, they're, it's not, that's not that's not the context for that. Okay, these are just double-minded and don't know the, they don't know the truth. That's why we need to go talk to them and not be afraid of them. Okay, I was afraid of them. I'm thinking, why are you why are you able to fly and float? Why can you hover? I can't hover. Is hovering mandatory? Why can you hover? How can you go through things? I can't go through things. Well, I don't want to talk to you because <laughs> I was insecure because I wasn't coming out of here. He makes me secure, right? He works on me. He matures me. He gives me all that I need. Yeah. Oh, oh you're here. <laughs> oh, you're here. Uh, I just want to say something right there. I'm just looking at your relationship with <coughs> Mariah. And it's such a picture of the father. Because you can see your, your pride as a father in her. And to me, that gives her such confidence that she's able to pick up such confidence. You turn to her and ask her if she got something. Yes. Now, to me, that's so it's like a mature mm-hmm. son and the father, that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the two of you. That's cool. How you function in. Mm-hmm. And it's on tape so my wife can hear it. 
I did a coup. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> one last question about the new age. Sorry. Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, one last question. So, us Christians, when we get born again, our spirit is made alive. Now, according to what I remember from Ian Clayton, correct me if I'm wrong, I remember him saying that before we become born again, our spirits are in darkness, like we're not made alive, our spirits aren't reborn. So, new agers, they're not reborn in Christ. But they connect it with their spirit in the spirit. Then, like, what's your? Is it? Is, are they connecting with darkness? Are they? Is their spirits so not in use, or is it in use? Is so, like, so there's there. So we get kind of confused with when we say um, uh, when we get on the path of um, my spirit is now alive. It wasn't dead. It was just. It was a, it was in bondage, right? So it's it's a conceptual term, right? So when we say dead, we think of coffin and like this, and then the door gets open, and we come out of the coffin, and we're alive in Christ, right? That's, I think of the vampire thing, right? And then we go, well, what are the new ages? Are, are they in a coffin too? They seem to be active. So the whole co- that doesn't doesn't work, right? So what what really is is like um, my. Life is only in, it says that we were translated from darkness into light, okay? So, so with that analogy, it's more like I'm in prison, right? And the chain doors have been opened and I've come out. So with the new age bringing in, you go like, oh, they're still in prison and they're going into the recreation room, still in prison and thinking they're free because they're running around the gym, right? You're right? So they're not going towards the gate and going out, they're going inside the building and they're having a recreation time, right? And they're running around thinking, I'm free, I'm free, but they're still in the building, right? And they're just in a bigger space, right? They're, they're just kind of deceived, if you will. They're not into light, right? They could be some false lights in there that's brighter than darkness, but it's not light, right? And then at some point, since you're, you're kind of active, you kind of have the, the, the perception of freedom, right? Does that, kind of, that help you? So, so if you stay with the Greek thinking of death and life, you have the thing, I'm, I'm alive in Christ, now I can live, you know. But I go with the translated from darkness, which is in Google, you know, uh, do your concordance on the translate. If it's, it's this Romans, not Romans. It's in the New Testament. It's in the, yeah, thank you. So, so we were once in darkness, and we've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. The New Agers are still in the kingdom of darkness. Okay, that's that. I just go with that one. But they are dead. Because don't go dead. Just go. They're in. They're in darkness, doing something in darkness. We were once in that way too. So if you go with the death analogy, it gets kind of weird in our brain, right? Because because when I think of death, I think of a coffin and a grave and underground, right? And if, if that's true, then New Agers are still in a coffin and grave, but they're not in a coffin and grave. They're doing stuff in the spirit realm. That's true. Okay? They're active in the spirit realm. But according to salvation, they are dead because the Bible... Right. They're not... They're not they have zero benefits of salvation. Okay? They're not in any light at all. Right? They've not been translated out of darkness. They are waiting... They're not, they haven't come to the, day, the door. Jesus is the way out. Right? They're not doing Jesus. They're doing some false stuff, but they're not coming out of darkness. Yeah, uh, 
I think I think death, right? It's as compared to like if you don't have Jesus's life, right? Mm -hmm. That's true life. Mm -hmm. So I think using the word death is just like compared to what they have. It's you know, so life in Christ is really death. So if you want to use so. that, not like death as in death in a coffin, but com in comparison, it's like mm -hmm. death. You know? Or like it's not, it's no life, so it's like death, but not necessarily death in a coffin, mm -hmm. because they still function, they still have fruits, you know, they still have a sort of a euphoria, euphoric kind of feeling of peace and tranquility and serenity yeah, and all those you. kind of things. Mm -hmm. so Ephesians five seven. Yeah. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. That's an odd translation. We don't have to try. We can learn what's pleasing to the Lord. What translation yeah. is that? Just so yeah, just, just Google search. Yeah. Yeah. A Google translation. <laughs> Google, Google, Google this one. But it, but it, it works though. So it's a darkness and light thing. Yeah. Okay, let's finish off with the hay, right? So, in that hay, at that point, if, now, we get kind of linear thinking, like, you know, so, you know, well, I'm formula. I must do star, I'm the spirit first. The Father's in the spirit, right? So that is kind of yes. So that last part there, you can't be sent out of this presence until you get into him, right? So try to be get in before you get sent, first of all, right? But that last hay has the reference of, of reveal or revelation, yeah. okay? This is, this is once you get in here, you're seeing life through him, okay? And it's not just this one dimension thingy. When I'm in him, now I have more access to revelation because we are face to face, we're interfacing now, okay? My, I'm seeing through his eyes, I'm sensing the world through him. It's all about revelation, right? And it's also, so that this last hay is about, um, hey. <laughs> that is it, it's, it's that, it's that hay, it's the first, it's all about revelation, right? Once I'm in him and growing up, I see the world differently from a different paradigm, right? A revelation, but it's also about expression, okay? As I'm in him, and if I do my, what Elijah says, I come back here often, and I mature and grow up in here, I keep going through on this, if this is a journey from here to here, right? And don't get weird and say, okay, I must go to the yard. I'm not, I'm not doing the Kathy thing ever again because Wally said that I've got to stop here and I need to be a Shen and da da da. Don't do that, but understand the concepts, right? So when I come out of the Father, I never come out of Him, but what I do in this hay here is about revelation and expression. As I mature in this and I'm walking in the fullness of Him, I'm walking in Him, I'm now an also an expression of the Father on the planet Earth. Okay? Just as Jesus was the sole unique expression of the Father, God's plan for my life is to be also an expression of the Father on the Earth. I'm to relate. Uh, people should be able to say, I've seen Elizabeth, I've seen the Father. Amen. Right? <laughs> you know? So... And that's Hebrews 1, verse 3, okay? Or Galatians 2, 20. I've been crucified with Christ. In Him I share His crucifixion. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, the life I now live in the body, in the body, the life I live in the body, I live by faith. 
in the body. Not outside the body. In Him. The life I now live in Him is by faith. It's not by works. This is in the kingdom, which is in Him. Okay? Um, so, yeah, skip that. So, in closing on this deal here, Moses met, was introduced to Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey. Right? He met the I Am. Um, but in Psalm 103 7, Psalm 103, verse 7, it says, He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. This is the way to sonship. Moses chose to go the way and not just to look at his acts. You got to choose all the time. Do you want to go for the power and the acts, the signs and wonders, or do you want to go for a relationship? Relationship. That's the way to sonship, right? So, so let's close with a simple prayer that in your heart you can make a decision. The decision is choosing to be a son, as a lover of God, or just work for the king, to be a worker who is frustrated, doesn't know and be all stuff. I would I would recommend you choose life. There's, there's death in working. There's frustration in working. You'll be like those tired religious people who don't know what's going on, and they're they're caught in the earth. They've got no hope or no future, other than salvation, heaven. But you get to bring if you get in here, you get to bring heaven to the earth. You get to be a administrator of the glory. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to close your eyes so that you can look inside and see who dwells in you <laughs> and have a conversation with your father and let him establish you as a son and tell him that you're willing to go through the process as long as it takes, right? Yes. And I'm just going to say a few words and you have a longer conversation with him because he's your dad. He's the one that counts, right? And he really is listening to this engagement not prayer, because we don't pray, or I don't pray. Your option about that. <laughs> so, Father, we engage with you right now, because you're the one that counts. I thank you for this journey that you've made possible. I thank you for this time. I thank you for who you are. I thank you that we're the ones that are partaking in you. And we're just going to take a, a moment here to uh, really trade a few seconds into you because we're your sons and daughters. And um, we want to participate and partake in all that you have for us. We want to live in you. <laughs> That's it. So we choose to step in you and yes. live there. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and I live in him. This life I now live, I live by faith. I live in relationship. I live in relationship with you. I don't work for you. <laughs> You're in me and I'm in you. Yes. Father, I ask that you just um, take the, this, this day and just um, um, make it deep. Um, vav it in these people. Just peg it into us so that we um, never forget who, who we are. That we will never leave you because we're just pegged in you. We're willing to be tethered to you and not to the earth, 
not to the stars, not to ideas, not to dreams, but to the reality. We thank you for our real self. <laughs> we thank you for the real you. We thank you for a real relationship. So, Father, we thank you for making this real. All right. Thank you all for coming. Thank you. Go back to North America. <laughs> you can say a hundred things. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I make the choice.